Welcome to the His Call Technology Podcast, where we are communicating tomorrow's business needs today. From just outside Nashville, Tennessee, join His Call as we discuss all things telephony, data, and infrastructure related to business leaders. Here we go. Hey, everybody, this is Chuck from the His Call Technology Podcast. Over the past couple of decades, His Call has continually evolved to provide additional technologies to our customers and prospects. As the business has grown, our audio, visual, and security solutions have become an important part of our business as we have become a trusted partner to deliver smart and reliable AV and security solutions. HisCall's AV portfolio encompasses solutions for organizations to enhance their communications and effectively present their message, ideas, and brand. For CCTV, HisCall installs and services large and small-scale systems utilizing analog and IP camera technologies. Determining the right mix of security features for a business is an important decision to ensure assets are protected and our access control systems secure facilities by allowing businesses to monitor and control entry points. Our staff are well versed in the industry and maintain a high level of competency through continuing education and training. Recently, Chris Merle, Steve Sintel, and I had an opportunity to attend the International Security Conference and Exposition, also known as ISC West, out in Las Vegas. ISC West is the largest security industry trade show in the United States. On today's episode of the podcast, Steve and I will provide some highlights of technologies and our experience from the show. Steve is our contracts manager at his call and really gets excited about new technologies. Welcome to the podcast, Steve. Thank you, Chuck. Hey, Steve, give our listeners uh, some idea. How long have you been at his call? I've been here a little over 13 years, Chuck. 13 years. And prior to being at his call, you were at AT&T, Lucent, and Avaya. That's correct, yes. And you also are a licensed electrician. Yes. And hold some other licenses. Uh, that's correct. I have uh, several low-voltage licenses in various states in the southeast. Well, Steve, you tried to prepare me for ISC West. When they asked me to go out there, I didn't know what to expect. And you said, Chuck, this is going to be larger than anything you've been to. Um, in comparing it to some other conferences and things that I have attended. But give our listeners some idea of what ISC West is all about. Chuck, ISC West is truly amazing. I was surprised the first time I went out there uh, around 2006 uh, with over 1,000 vendors, and I believe this year they had closer to eleven or 1,200 vis- vendors cover access control, alarms and monitoring, biometrics, IP security, video surveillance, and even drone and anti-drone technology. Like I said, you tried to get me ready for it, but I really was blown away when I got out there. I did not expect it to cover everything that it did from physical and digital security. There were new products and technologies encompassing everything from access control, cyber security, and the unmanned vehicles that you talked about. Man, that that was cool to see all the, the unmanned aerial vehicles, the drones, the unmanned ground robotics uh, and vehicles and the software and applications to support them. That was really cool stuff, and I did not expect to see that. We know, Chuck, uh, one thing that we did not participate in that we may in the future, ISC also has a world-class education and training set up at ISC West. It covers pretty much every facet of the security industry. 
there was definitely a lot going on out there. When the business asked me to go, the charge that I was given was to investigate new technologies, specifically around blockchain and how blockchain was being implemented in some of the new technologies. And what I learned about blockchain is it's still very much in its infancy, at least ways as it was represented out there. I talked to several vendors asking specifically if they were um, implementing or using blockchain in their solution and found several that said it was on the roadmap and they were talking about it and that they hope to have implemented it in future releases and on that kind of thing. But I did, I found one access control company that has already begun to test blockchain as part of their solution to make it more secure. And there's a, he was using a company out of Germany, I believe, that had a consortium of of users that uh, were providing the the blockchain for his solution. But it was pretty neat to find. But, you know, while I was out there, in addition to learning a whole lot of new stuff for me, I also was able to uh, talk to Talkaphone and Code Blue where I needed to talk about a solution for a university customer that I, I met with a few weeks prior that was looking for some emergency communication phones for their parking lot. And Talkaphone and Code Blue each specialize in that industry. And so it was good to have that conversation. I can bring that back, take it to the customer, and have some further discussions around that. But it was also kind of fun. Uh, me and one of our account executives had been talking about a problem he was having at his home. He's at his house. He has a separate garage detached from his home where his home office is. And he has two internet connections coming in there. The way it's laid out, he couldn't share one previously. And he, so he had two different wireless networks in these buildings, and they were competing and for, with one another, and he was really having a hard time keeping everything working. And we had talked about several different ways of solving the problem that he was facing. But while I was out at ISC West, I, I ran by the Netgear booth and talked to them about their Orbi product and got real excited about that, explaining to them the problem that he was having, and they convinced me that Orbi would solve the problem. And I talked to him. Uh, he bought the Orbi solution, the Orbi Wi-Fi system, implemented it at his house, and is going to begin saving some money. He was able to eliminate one of the uh, Internet service providers in, in his house and only use the one that was uh, being delivered at his home office, but able to distribute that across the uh, property to his home and, and for his users. And so he was real excited, and that was just kind of fun uh, while I was out there. Steve, who are some of the manufacturers? Out of a thousand, there were quite a few manufacturers present that we already represent and sell. Name a few of those that you can think of. There were several uh, vendors there that his call partners with. Hanwall was one, ScanSource, Jenny, ADI, Clinton Electronics, Ingenious, and even Valcom. Steve, what was the most interesting new technology that you discovered from one of the vendors that we already represent? Well, Chuck, the most interesting technology was mass notification. Uh, We currently have a vendor. We're also looking for another vendor. I was able to talk with several uh, different companies out there. Uh, His call is specifically looking for a mass notification system that can be on-premise. We found several that were cloud-based only, but I did find a couple that were both premise and cloud-based, and we'll be probably talking with them over the next few weeks. 
you know, notifying uh, users and the public was one thing that I made note of um, while I was walking around out there and talking to people. It's so important to get, be able to communicate information to your users and to your systems and to the public and lots of different ways of doing that. There were a lot of vendors out there that had mass notification solutions, and you're right, a lot of them are being developed on the cloud. That was, that was really interesting to see out there. When I know when I talked to Chris Merle, he was impressed with Clinton Electronics. Uh, he said that they will be releasing power over coax this year, which is pretty cool. You take this existing wiring and uh, hook these uh, cameras up to the coax that's there and be able to provide power to the camera over that coax is pretty slick. It is, Chuck. Uh, I was, again, amazed at the new technologies that we were able to view and uh, discuss while we were there. Uh, when, as I was talking to Chris, he wasn't able to, to join us today, but he did tell me that an AI phone also had a slick product. It's the JO series. They continue to make enhancements to their JO series. It's an entry-level video intercom door phone. They've upgraded the uh, system with a touchscreen interface instead of using hardware buttons. They've added the ability to connect via a mobile amp to answer calls or release doors from anywhere. Would be great stuff for staff and guards at a, at a small facility. Was there any other interesting technologies you found, Steve, from existing vendors? Well, Chuck, when we visited the Hanwha booth, which I believe was the largest booth out there, I was impressed with their new camera technology that could detect glass breakage, gunshots, and even explosions. And Hanwha's WiseNet HD cameras are really, truly amazing. You know, the Hanwha booth was absolutely something to see. They went all out. The booth was huge. They've got all these very intelligent cameras and systems. One of the things that I thought was very interesting were the thermal cameras that feature the ability to monitor through precise and accurate temperature detection and measurement. Users are able to set a certain temperature point for cameras to detect if it goes above or below this set temperature. Thermal cameras, they could be used to monitor for fire hazards in areas that, you know, have chemicals and or at construction sites, but you know, they could also monitor poultry and livestock uh, facilities uh, to monitor for pro possible diseases, infection, or something like that. Save lives by keeping our food supply safe. What was the most unexpected or surprising technology that you saw at the show? Chuck, I believe that would be uh, drone technology and anti-drone technology. I was amazed at uh, what was uh, actually featured out there as far as anti-drone technology. Uh, apparently there are several venues that are looking for uh, that type of drone. Some of these football stadiums and events that sometimes have unwanted drones that are trying to fly overhead and take pictures and uh, now they have drones that actually capture other drones which was really neat. That is really neat. I, that was also something that I, I just wasn't expecting at all. I did not expect to see all of the drones that were out there for security. But then, like you mentioned, these anti-drone solutions. I mean, I guess it stands to reason that it has become a problem. I see it on the news sometimes. But one of the vendors was telling me how many 
uh, drones were flying around at the Super Bowl that they had to deal with. And uh, it was incredible. I forget the number right off, but when we're, we're not talking about 10 or 15, it was, it was a large number. And lots of different ways for them to, uh, for these anti-drone systems to capture or take down other drones. There was, you know, everything from nets that they would shoot out over them to disable them in other ways. That was very neat to see and unexpected. Was there anything else out there that you didn't expect or surprised you, the new technology at the show? Well, not necessarily a surprise, but one one other vendor that I visited with, actually two, you and I visited with Talkaphone, which you mentioned earlier about their broadcast uh, systems or call station towers. Falcom, one of our vendors, also carries that type of technology. Of course, these have been around for a long time uh, at campuses and so forth for security reasons. But now there's many options available, landline, cell phone, lights, sirens, cameras, built-in defibrillators, and even solar power that can be better suited to, to fit our customers' needs. They also have hardened exteriors for near impossible tampering and vandal resistance. They have some neat products. Now, like I said, when I went out there, I've got a, I had a customer asking about that prior to attending the show. Well, Steve, what did you foresee that out there that was might be the most promising technology that HisCall could add to our portfolio that might benefit our customers? Chuck, earlier you mentioned blockchain. I did speak with a couple of vendors about blockchain, and of course it's still in its infancy. But this vendor, although they claim to not have a lot of experience with blockchain, uh, Guard RFID is a vendor that uh, manufactures devices that can be utilized to keep up with or track a product from manufacture to sales and even beyond. The technology's been around for a while, but it's becoming more prevalent with IoT or the Internet of Things. Mm-hmm. In our previous podcast, we talked to uh, Mr. Dixon, and he said that the Internet of Things is about making dumb things smarter. And that was one of the things that I left out there, uh, left ISC, realizing how intelligent all these products and solutions have become. The intelligence that the cameras uh, from, we already talked about the thermal detection, the, the systems are able to, not only does it alert you of movement or activity in a space, but it can actually recognize objects and have situational awareness of, of the environment that the camera is, is overseeing. That was all very impressive. It, there was one company in particular called Zero Eyes. These guys make a product. They can monitor an area, and when someone comes into the area, they can detect if they actually have a firearm. Not only can they detect that this person is carrying a firearm, but they can even identify the make and the model of the firearm. And think how important that would be to responders or you know a facility like a school to be able to notify that hey somebody has come onto campus is carrying a firearm and it can notify them even what type of firearm it is where they're located what direction they're moving in and allow them to best respond quarantine move people out proactively the intelligence that blew me away that the cameras and the software would be able to get to that granularity and detail about what it's seeing and monitoring. There was another company out there that has 
strange as it seems, I'll just tell you, I was walking through this, this conference center with thousands of vendors like Steve mentioned, and there was this big, tall cabinet, taller than, than I was, and it was full of keys. And I thought, well, now what's this about? And so I stopped in there and talked to them, and I'm telling you, this it was really impressive. company is called Traca, and they do key management and asset management and secure storage. And I thought, you know what? That's a product we can sell. We have a large uh, customer base of healthcare facilities, um, hospitals, nursing facilities, assisted care facilities. We also have a, a large customer base of utility companies that have pools of vehicles. Even Hiscall has a pool of vehicles. What Traca does with their key management, they have these key cabinets that are, have intelligence built into them. The keys are secured with a tamper-proof ring. They have a fob on them, and they you put the fob into the insert the fob into the key cabinet. And when a when someone comes up and scans their badge for access into the cabinet, the cabinet knows who they are and knows what keys they're authorized to check out. And so it will only uh, light up or release the key fobs that they are authorized to have. So if they're not authorized for a key to, you know, the electrical closet or something like that, they, they have no access to that. I thought about in our case, we have a we have a bucket truck. And so what if someone's not approved, not licensed to drive the bucket truck? I don't want to mistakenly allow them to take off in that. So you secure the keys let the users come up, scan and check. It knows what you're licensed to drive. It says, you know, if, if I'm not licensed to drive the bucket truck, it doesn't allow me to have that key. So I can have access to only to the keys that I'm approved for. But, but in a case of vehicles, even when you check out a vehicle, you check out a key rather, take the vehicle, you bring it back, you check the key back in, the system can prompt you if they're, you know, prompt you for mileage so you can track the mileage on the vehicles. Um, you can prompt, is it full of gas? You know, has it got half a tank of gas? Or is it due for an oil change? Did you have any type of mechanical problems with it? And by identifying the problem or the need for an oil change, the next time someone who comes up to check out a key, even if they're approved for that vehicle, the system can say, no, this vehicle has a problem or it's due an oil change. I'm not going to allow them to take it. And it'll keep that key secured and only allow them to access to vehicles keys that are ready to go that was really impressive and i can see that a lot of use for something like that they have secure storage lockers that you know if, if a customer is using scanners or mobile devices ipads and those kind of things you know you can control who's who has access to those devices the storage lockers even have integrated charging so that when you put the iPad in there, it automatically charges the device and it's ready to go when the next person comes to check it out. And, and just if you had told me about that, hey, Chuck, you need to go by and check out Traca. They've got this key management solution. I would have thought, what's the big deal about that? But it was really an impressive product and solution. Chris was impressed with a product from Dormacaba called KeyScan Luna. And it's a cost-effective access control solution specifically designed for one to six doors. 
It offers access control units and comprehensive software to help access, make access control accessible and affordable for small businesses. So that may be something that you know we could take to our customers that would be uh, real helpful. Well, Steve, looks like we're uh, about to the end of our time here. Thank you for joining today. You're welcome, Chuck. And maybe we'll get a chance to go out to ISC West again and and, uh, see what else is going on out there. But I think I'm going to buy me a drone. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Well, everybody, thanks again for joining today. Appreciate you listening. Share it with your friends and coworkers, and uh, hope you will subscribe. And as we leave today, remember, don't be afraid only believe. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the His Call Technology Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date with today's business communication trends. To learn more about His Call solutions for your business needs or to listen to previous podcasts, visit us at our website, hiscall.com.